0: beers, dads, ball, podcast, with your host, Showdog.
1: Anthony Richardson looks left, steps up in the pocket, rolls right, there he goes, he's got a linebacker to beat on the sideline, he takes off, he misses the tackle, he's at the 50, he's at the 40, <laughs> he's at the 30, he's at the 20, oh, Anthony Richardson is the front runner for the Heisman on his third touchdown of the day, are you
2: <laughs> fucking kidding me? This kid is electric! Gola? I'm going to just go in a real different, different direction with this. <laughs> and I'm going to say boobs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and KG. I freaking cannot stand it when sports fans use the term we when a team loses that they <laughs> cheer for the Patriots go out and lose a game oh yeah we had a really rough game tonight we just couldn't get the ball in the end zone we just you know we didn't show up to the game you weren't a part of the fucking game you're not a part of the team there's no we the Pats lost, they lost it was them, not we don't ever fucking use that
1: ooh What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of B D B. Woo! We got Thanksgiving coming next week. Wild. Uh, I you I, I can't believe how fast it came. Like so fast. how was that fucking I know here? What. I know it. We're under forty days till Christmas. 39. That's incredible. So like start thinking about what you get in your, your loved ones for gifts.
0: Christmas tree is up in the glance house for the last couple weeks. Sherry's, you got yours up? Mm-hmm. Fagolas? Not a chance. But you guys have real tree or fake tree?
2: Uh, we go real tree.
0: So you got to wait a little bit.
2: Even yeah, that will And even if even if we didn't, it wouldn't. I, I'm I'll, I'm one of those people I'm like. You're not, a fucking no Scrooge. Christmas, no Christmas shit's going up till after Thanksgiving.
0: You're a, well, a fucking let's Scrooge. Get
2: well, let's get through each fucking holiday. God for, like, Jesus Christ. Like, we go from fucking Halloween and people are putting shit up for Christmas. Let's well, get you don't decorate for, for
0: Thanksgiving, dude.
2: You do. You can put fall shit up fucking. You definitely can. No, it's fucking after Thanksgiving. We'll we'll get the Christmas shit. Get mm. the Christmas shit moving, but. Uh, mm-hmm. No, there's mm-hmm. nothing up in the house yet.
1: Yep. I got to... Uh... For Kev's kids, I got to act uh, as Santa for a phone call, and it was, like, the highlight of my week last week. So <laughs> I think that's, like, my calling. Been waiting for that.
0: It kind of sucks because, like, Buckley... Buckley loved it, dude. Absolutely loved it. But, like, Buckley's the our good kid. You know what I mean? So, like... We don't need you for Buckley. We need you for Penelope, and Penelope could give a shit if you, like she talks to Santa. You know what I mean? Afterwards, <laughs> she was just like, "Oh, who cares?" And like, I don't. she just like, "I'll just be naughty again," and that's just the way she she operates. So, <laughs> she's a rebel. I appreciate it, dude. It was pretty funny. I was laughing the entire time, but uh, it's just with Penelope, it's a fucking lose lose situation. So,
1: yeah. um, yeah. we got some some sports to talk about. We uh, obviously didn't have the Pats. They didn't play this week. But number one thing we got to get to, main high school football state championships. I said we should put it on the program. They really were like, eh, we're going to go to it right off. How do you feel about that, Kev?
2: I, we, I was going to say, we can go to it right off. I have no, this is the most I'm going to fucking um add to this conversation because I literally know nothing.
1: Okay, well, hold on. Let's start this intro again. You know something? There's a few state champions on this (laughs) show, and let me tell you, if anything's starting in the history of Mountain Valley, it started with Zachary Fergola leading the boys out onto the field, four state championships in eight years. This is the guy. He knows what's up. So don't (laughs) let him fool you. He might not know kids by their name, but he knows how to win a fucking game.
2: Yeah. um, Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) a long time ago but actually i was i can't remember who was oh uh i was having a conversation with one of my uncles there recently um and he was talking about how my senior year they had on like public access the other day they had the york and gorham playoff games on and somebody was like well what year was that and i'm like 2004 like 18 fucking years ago
1: (laughs) the world World, I was like, holy
2: dude. shit, dude. I it's know. like half my life ago. It was a long time, man. But um, really? yeah, it. Uh, I actually think we, it was like, what is today? The uh, 16th. So I think it was like last, it was like the 11th, I think. I don't know why the 11th or the 12th is in my mind. Is was the day that we, that first one, we won. So
1: no doubt. And so before we even get into the games, I just want to say like how back then how it was set up was so much better. There was four classes, A, B, C, D, and they all played on the same day and they all played at Fitzpatrick throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's just garbage. It's like split up. Some teams one year are class A. Some years they're class B. And then next thing you know, they're class C. And then they bump back up because they have a good team. And now there's eight-man football. But the next year, Chevrolet says, oh, they were too good for eight-man football. Now they're playing 11-man football and they're getting killed by fucking everybody. Oh, do they want to go back to eight-man football? What are we doing? And then why is there state games in Bangor? Nobody lives in fucking Eastern Maine and no one wants to go there. It's like 20 (laughs) degrees colder. They don't want to be playing in fucking Bangor.
2: Put them all in Portland and let's have some fun.
1: This
2: is you know bullshit. Like the, I, and, like, again, I, I have uh, listened, I mean, like, watched a little bit. But, like, just, like, in the newspaper and stuff looking at them. But what, what's always driven me nuts or drove me nuts about Maine and, like, especially the way things are now is how you have, like, schools like, let's just say Levitt, for instance. They're class A in every fucking sport, known to man. They're one. They're huge. It's like a big fucking school, but they play football class C. It does, oh. it's stupid. Like, why is that?
1: That's a good like, question. Why, how how I don't can you be, How
2: can your enrollment be big enough to be class A in, like I think everything else that you play in except for one sport? I'll tell you what. This would like been I, a great
0: episode to have Pelch on, dude. Yeah, Pelch could yeah, answer these been. questions for us. You I just like
2: off. I don't. I never understood that aspect of it.
0: Do you guys know? No, I get, man, I get it. Man t- Go ahead.
2: No, no, I'll just say I understand how, like, if it was a situation where you're normally Class D and you have a football program and there's no Class D, so you play Class C, going up. But I just don't know how you can have an enrollment that high and like play Class A basketball, but you play Class C football. I don't get it.
0: But That's bizarre. Do you guys know, do the eight-man football, do they still get, like, the same gold ball that you would get for, like, when you guys won? They didn't.
1: They weren't at first, and I do think they do. They, I do believe they do now.
0: Must be weird, like, because, like, Mountain Valley, they they didn't win this year, but they were pretty good in, in eight-man football. Yeah. It would have been weird if they did win, and then it's, like, in the trophy case next to, like, the gold balls that you guys won. It, like, seems kind of odd.
2: Yeah, you know, you know what's funny, too, is, like, in a situation like that, though, it's probably one of those things where, like, nobody would really know the difference unless you like, cause you will know, say like probably said like mm-hmm. main state class beach state champions. Like when we want them, but like this one would probably say, Amen. man, but if you didn't get close enough to them, you'd be like, Oh, they won five state championship in football.
0: Right. Yep.
2: It is I weird. It's all amen stuff. The, the dynamic in <clears throat> football in Maine is very strange now.
1: Yeah. I just Googled it really quick. Um, which is kind of shocking to me, but enrollment for capable, uh, for, uh, Levitt. Is 574. What? So then I, yeah, I know. So I googled what the other schools like in that class are, which is shocking to me because I thought Cape would be way lower. It's 541, so there's only 30 kids less. Wells plays in there, 443. That's a huge disadvantage.
2: I. Mm-hmm. So okay, th- th- has their enrollment gone down then? Because didn't they I when don't we were it. in high school play? They were playing Class A in like yeah. every other sport but football. Yeah. They they were play because when Garish was coaching the girls team they were Class A right.
1: I think they ended up moving to B because they switched up like the thing. But when they first when we were there they started were, they were A.
2: Yeah, except for football they played B.
1: Yeah.
2: I I don't yeah it's it's they, okay so I guess like their enrollment's not as high as but, I thought it was. Um. So I guess my my whole little rant there is makes no sense now, but.
1: Yeah, I just it. It was better when, like, like wh- why are we, like, I like rivals. I like, like, playing the same teams every year. I like hatred. Um, and they are just, like, oh, what, what, what can we win more games in? If we just keep going down, we might be able to win more games. And it's, like, this is pathetic. Our fucking Class A has eight teams total in the state.
2: Yeah, that's
1: ridiculous. Yikes. Yikes. And, like, Lawrence is petitioning to go up, and they have, like, 600 students. And I know Levitt petitioned to go up, too, but they can't go up. Like, they wouldn't let him. Like, it's just... Oh, Levitt
2: did petition to go up?
1: I think so, yeah. And they would kill uh, Class B. Like, they would murder
0: Portland. I don't even... I don't even know if Greeley... Greeley has almost 700 kids. I don't even know if they have a football team.
2: They did. Now they
0: combine with... um, Falmouth, is it? Yeah. Which is crazy, isn't it? Like, 700 kids are just... It's just well, weird, it's weird, I guess. Because,
2: like, because like when we were in school, Greeley and Falmouth had their own programs, and they had like a good numbers. Like, yeah. Shout out Greeley; they're the one that started the win streak my senior year. Hey, loving it around. <laughs>
0: That's what's up. Um. So when we do our weekly previews, I always like list out all of the like the games for that day and like the spreads and whatnot. And Sherry wrote to us and was like, hey, how about we do Thornton Academy versus Oxford Hills? And I'm like, well. Fuck, I don't know anything about anything high school related. There's no point spreads, obviously, in high school, right? So I created it for that. But you guys want to just, like, go down the list of, like, the other games going on? Yep. Yeah, um, I'm also here, I'm here. So before we get going, I was just, like, looking at this this website, and it shows, like, basically all of the playoff brackets for every football that's going on, all the classes. And I got a kick out of this one. So this is uh, eight-man football, small, north. Small North, right? Small school in the North. So in the quarterfinals, the three seed is Mattawankuk, Lee High School, and Penobscot High School. That's all one wow. combined versus the sixth, number six seed, which is Holton High School, Hodgton High School, Greater Holton Christian High School, and Southern Aroostook High School. Wow. So, so this one game had a total of seven different high schools involved in it. So that's Maine High School football in a nutshell for you right there.
2: But, just,
1: but they yeah, want to just, play state games out in Bangor. This is yep. fucking dumb.
0: Okay, so 8-man uh, has already been championship crowned uh, last weekend. Old Orchard won and Yarmouth won for the small and big. So we got – let's do Class B. This is at Fitzpatrick. Scowhegan's 9-2. They're playing Portland 8-3. and three. Don't know anything about any team. I can
1: tell you that Levitt played Portland and beat him 42-8. And so it's like, like 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 what I'm saying. Levitt would, I mean, we'll Levitt's get to that later. And... But
0: Levitt should play up mm-hmm. uh, from where they're at because they would murder the best team in be. Uh Class C's Madamik Valley 9 2 versus Levitt 10 and 0. I imagine Levitt's is going to sixty, nothing yeah. in the first half. It says the game's at Cameron Stadium yeah, in Bangor. Bangor. What's that? That's Bangor uh, High School. At Orono, I thought. Oh, is it Orono? Well, it says at Bangor. Wasn't oh, sure it was. maybe it's
1: maybe it's Bangor then. They used yeah. to. They did them at. Or- they, they did them. They played at Orono a few few years ago. I know that.
0: But well, is Orono's field still uh, named after what's his name there? Um, Alpha? Alphon? No, is it? I think so. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, and then the Class D game, Lisbon and Saint Dom's are combined. They're seven and three against Foxcroft Academy, who's nine and they one. They had
1: a one point game early in the year, which would be fun.
0: These two so, games, two teams. Yep.
1: So has- the, a rematch. Would be fun with that one.
0: Okay, and then I did a little bit of research on this final one because this is the game that Shuri talked about. Uh, it's just so weird. I know you guys probably experienced this, but like 11 a.m. start time for like a Class A state title game is weird to me. Sucks.
2: That would my Shuri. My senior year, did we have the early? We had the early game, right?
0: Is there a game when you guys played? There used to be four games at Fitzpatrick. Middle, middle game.
2: No, there's only three. No, we had no. Three. no Where we was the, the Class
0: the, D game? Or was it a Friday night no, game? No,
2: there was no D. There was no D. Oh, only there, three, was there was none. Only three okay, like, so Fox And, Rock, no, or... and we played – so, no, we played the early game because then we, when we were leaving the field, Bangor and Bonnie Eagle come down and play. I remember that. And then bu- then Bucksport, remember that Nick Tomasco oh, okay. he had rushed for yeah. – he rushed for like sure. 460 yards on J like at, at night. I know. Uh, I, I might be a little exaggerating a little bit, but I think it was like 350. Yeah. When they,
0: what was, so what the, was the Do you guys remember what the, oh, 350 was the start? Well, I guess that's is dark, just about Maine at this time of no, year. No, it so.
2: was, it was 11.
0: 3.30 in like, in like six. Six or something Oh, okay. Like that. Okay. With
1: gotcha. start
2: times, yeah. Yeah. And they usually like did it based off of like travel, like distance, yeah. I think, or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember exactly how it worked, but.
0: All right. So I did a little research on this one. Um. I've got Thornton. I've seen some, some things that show Thornton is 8-2, but I've only counted. They only played nine games, so I have them at 7-2. Oxford Hills, 10-0. Um, odd thing, I don't know if it's just a Class A thing. You guys might know this, that they each played a team out of state. They played a team from New Hampshire, each of them. Yeah. Um, one of Thornton's losses, it was from Bedford, New Hampshire. They're the fifth-ranked team in New Hampshire, where Oxford Hills played Portsmouth, New Hampshire. who's was the 22nd best team in New Hampshire. So kind of not really a f- fair sca- uh I don't want to say even schedule. You know what I mean? And then Thornton's only loss of the year. Other than that was to Oxford Hills. They lost 25, 20 second week of the year. Um, um, yeah, that's all I really got for this. Um,
2: yeah. um, you, sure. You might have more, so I'm going to throw in my two cents. I'm going to say Oxford Hills wins. And here's why I have, uh, my cousin, uh, Corey lives in steep falls. And so his young his oldest boy plays football. He's a, Freshman at Bonnie Eagle, and Corey told me that Oxford Hills is a fucking wagon, so I'm just gonna go with Oxford Hills. I have no fucking information behind it, just what my cousin said.
1: I like it. Shout out your cousin. Um, I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna go TA because TA just has their number in in these games. They beat them last year in the state game. Um, this year I know they were a lot. They they lost a lot of kids from last year. They're young this year. They've gotten better throughout the years. From what I've read um oxford is undefeated i hope oxford hills wins i think they deserve it i don't think they ever had one in their program i know they have a really good quarterback a really good wide receiver um but i just think ta has that pedigree man where they just keep winning state championship after state championship
0: um so i wrote down like so oxford hills is averaging just under 40 points a game 39.6 on the year i would imagine you guys scored more points than that when you were playing right
2: how much?
0: How much are they averaging? 39.6. 39. You don't have to do the math. I just—it seems I would think the best team in the in the yeah the best team all. for their class would be averaging way more than thirty-nine points a game in high, yeah. high school football, mainly football. I gotta imagine if I went through Levitt scores, I gotta think Levitt's probably putting. Oh, in around fifty. 50. Yeah. yeah.
1: I I mean my my junior, I mean my senior, I didn't play a fourth quarter until Cape Elizabeth game. So, mm-hmm. that's how bad they were. Yeah, a lot of yeah, them I got we, just I one think, possession in the second half.
2: I think my senior year, I think most every game was similar to that, except we had a little more. I think we probably. I mean, you guys were fucking loaded, short. but I think overall that that class, my senior, might have been a little bit deeper with Wells, York, and Gorham. But mm, yeah, um, so like those three games in the regular season, I played the whole game. But then, like most every other game, I was out, like you said, I was out by halftime, maybe a possession or two. But Is except there... Levitt, my except Levitt, my senior year, that was the only game I ever played in that Elwood fucking ran it up, and that was because Hathaway was running his suck in the paper the month, the week before that, and I think he kind of wanted to send a message. But um, he made a comment about how they were playing. Uh, them and Brewer paid like ten to seven or something like that. And he's like, "Oh, these are the two best defenses in Class B, and this is definitely the that's definitely the best defense we'll play all year." And we were playing them the next week, senior night, and uh, we ended up beating them fifty-seven to six. So,
0: it's <laughs> awesome. Is is um is there a rule in place now? It's probably after you guys graduated where you can't run the score. Up?
1: You can run it up, but the time keeps running.
2: So, so like even, yeah, if that bounds, that. even if you go out of bounds,
1: even if you incomplete a pass, it will once the ball's set, time starts. What does that
0: happen like once you get up by like thirty points? Uh, or something? I think it's
1: the, I think it's like thirty in the second half. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Which don't it think there was anything like that. I don't, no. but I do think like when we were in school, I feel like I can maybe I'm way off on this. I don't know if it happened in one of our games, but I do feel like there's been there were instances where the coaches would talk. And the coach would be like, we can go running clock in the second half if you want. Yes. And, like, they would just, like, talk to the score, talk to the refs, and they would do it. So it's, like, it wasn't anything that was, like, mandated, but, I it, like, them conversations happened.
1: Yeah. And nowadays with, like, so here's the thing. Like, with now, with social media, um, I'm trying to think of the app there that everyone uses there for the huddle and all this stuff. People are really into what what I can show for my player. So like they want to get their player's stats as high as they can and get them out there. And they want to like put it on social media and all this stuff uh, on what, what their player can do. And like, they'll just keep running up scores where back then it was like, okay, um, Levitt's the best team. They're going to have the player of the year from that conference. And then that kid will go on to work, uh, in a job in the mill. Like that's what it was nowadays. It's like, Oh, this kid scored 23 touchdowns and he had 1100 yards rushing and 1200 yards throwing and it's like great. That doesn't get him anything after this.
0: One interesting thing about like the way the structure of like these bigger classes are where they don't have a north south, east west type deal is that like these teams play each other in the regular season where I have to imagine when you guys played you didn't really you, you might have had one crossover game. But yeah. you didn't really, you didn't really play the Eastern main teams. I don't even know if it was Eastern or Northern main teams during the seasons. So it's kind of strange in this case where, like, yeah, Trojan are lost to the Oxford Hills this year, but like they have a at least some kind of a blueprint they could use, right? Yeah. They know what worked. They know what didn't work. I know it was early in the year, but it's kind of odd now that these teams like basically play each other well, during the season.
2: Well, there's only eight of them, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. What to else play. are you gonna do? I mean. No, I know you have to, but...
2: So, we always did, I'm trying to think, at one point when I was in school, I believe Levitt, my freshman year may have been in Western Maine, maybe the first two years, and then, like, after that, they moved to Eastern Maine, I feel like, which is weird, because they're they're not that far, so we pretty much played Levitt, and I think one year we played Winslow um, Mm -hmm. in the regular season, but... Yeah, you always had one crossover game to the East. It was usually Frosty. Us, it was usually ones over eleven. But
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad we got it in. Yeah,
0: talk a little main <laughs> main high school football for you. All right, before we go into the previews for the rest of the week, you want to talk about NFL that happened last week? Obviously, no Pats. They are on a bye with a few other teams. Yeah, um, I mean, game of the year. Get into that one, uh, M- Buffalo, Minnesota. Oh yes, that, that was, was the, game, just the game. Quite a game.
2: unbelievable.
0: When you said that, I was like, I don't even remember what it was. But uh, I yeah, I saw
2: you looking
1: there. I was hey, looking
0: up and down. Did you guys get to happen? Uh, did you happen to see the
1: video of the radio host? No. Oh my god, for the bike! Oh, it's unreal. Rollercoaster of that. emotions he goes through is. One of the best things you'll see in sports. Like, I can't believe we got stopped on the one. And then to like, oh, my God, we won from the fumble loss by Josh Allen. Back to we kicked a field goal to like the pickoff in the end zone. It's just incredible. What a series of events in a game and just like one of the best games, of like regular season games you can watch. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Pretty impressive. One o'clock well, yeah, back back losses. Back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So back-to-back losses for the Bills, and then this week they got a snowball game against the Browns, which we're not, we're not going to talk about, but that is going to be a snowy one. Uh, Buccaneers, baby! They're up to 500! hoo Big stuff happening down in Tampa. Uh, what was the game I wanted to talk about? Uh, Packers actually won a game against Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. that was a big win. That was a big win. Were they like seven or eight point underdogs at home or something? This must be the only time it's ever happened to Rogers. Yeah. Uh, oh, Eagles losing. Eagles. Yeah. Eagles losing so. to the Commanders on Monday night prime time. Uh, Do you guys think it was a late hit on Heineke? Heineke, uh, whatever his name no. is. No. You did not think it was a late hit.
1: No. I thought he let up so much, like he he fell onto him, but he there was no way that he was hurting him. Like he didn't he didn't unload. He didn't go through him. He was just like doing everything he could to get there. And then he took a knee and then one, two steps and boom. Um, so.
0: Yeah. I, uh I obviously it's funny. Like if you were to say this like 20 years ago and they threw a flag for that, it would be fucking chaos, right? Like there's yeah. no chance that would ever be a late hit, but just with like how much they protect QBs nowadays. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised in this, in the, in this, the slightest that they called that. Um,
1: By rule, it's probably right. It's like, they probably made the right call. I'm just thinking, like, at some point we got to, like, I get it. You don't want quarterbacks to get in the head. But, like, if a finger grazes their face mask or or their head or, you know, a hand, that's not ever going to injure them. Mm -hmm. Like, there has to be intent. And we've already taken out the intent of quarterbacks getting injured. Right. Like, quarterbacks are getting injured now because we're, like, rolling up
0: on them because, like, it seems like ankles seem to be more of the issue than anything. And, and I know like referees like cannot do this. They just can't. But how great would it, that game have been if right. they didn't call that. And then the, the commanders have to punt it. Eagles have a drive, a, a pending drive where they could get their, you know, keep their undefeated season on track yeah. on, yeah, pri- on a prime on Monday night primetime. Exactly. So it kind of sucked that we lost that. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's a bad call. Cause I think it's probably the right call. It just, it sucked considering the circumstances, Yeah. but, um, Yeah. Eagles go down, man. So
1: I got to go through Kev the worst bad beat I've ever seen in fantasy. I know I showed you this.
0: Oh yes. You got to go. I've been
1: playing now for 20 years. So when we started and it, and this happened to my buddy Crackle, he used to run the league. Um, when I was in high school, we did it on pen and paper. That's when we started. So that's how long I've been doing this, but, uh, he needed 10 points from Devontae Smith. They'll try to make it quick. He needed 10 points. Uh, Smith got a touchdown. He had 53 yards couple catches um so he had 13 points had the win in the bag final play of the game quick pass uh to quez Watkins. pitches it back to Devonte smith Devonte smith throws it back it's a fumble so mm-hmm. minus two yeah so he's down to 11 points it goes back 16 yards so i didn't even know this it minuses 1.6 points from there yep. he loses by 0. 0.4 in his matchup because on that one play Devonte. Smith, Slim Reaper lost 3.5 points just the brutal just an loss awful I've ever awful,
0: yeah. When it happened, I remember writing to you guys and I was like, I wonder if the defense <laughs> yeah. touched I, I said I wonder if the defense touchdown for the Commanders is going to win anyone's fancy matchup. And then you wrote and you said, "Oh my god, it like <laughs> it Smith was unbelievable like it lost it for our our league." Yeah. It's so brutal, dude. Like that's, Freckle
1: and I were texting and he's like after Devonta got touched down, he's like, all right, I took care of me. Like, and he's a huge Eagles fan. So he's like, I took care of me. My, my matchup's over now. The Eagles going to go win.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: by the end of it, it was like, he's like, I, I can't even sleep tonight. Like this that's, is
0: just a nightmare. That's about as bad a beat as you could possibly get. Um, I also saw too, on top of that, like no one that we know, I just saw online that I think Devonta Smith's under for total yards on the day was like 52 yards. And he had it because he had like 55, 56. And then that play dropped him down to 37 total yards on the day. And so anyone that would bet for the over on Devonta Smith hitting the over on receiving yards had it in the bag. Yep. And then because of the fumble that we threw it backwards, they lost like 16 yards and then the under cashed on that. So just bad beat all around, like a play that literally doesn't matter because the game was won by the commanders at that point. A, game, a play that literally doesn't matter, and the absolute worst scenario happened for like multiple things here. So <sighs> it's crazy.
1: That's what makes sports great, though. Like, yeah. how in the fuck did that just happen?
0: It's funny. Like, growing up, I didn't really pay. T- I don't. I don't gamble either. But I didn't. I pay attention to it more now. I pay attention to spreads. I pay attention to like over unders and whatnot like that. And I didn't pay attention to stuff like that, but it's so funny now just like watching games and like you can see guys like when something hits, like a prop hits, you can see just random guys in the crowd just like freaking out cheering. Yeah. Hit, and you're like, why are they cheering? And like, oh, they just hit like a – they just hit a bet. They they bet on something they hit something. <laughs> yeah. You know it's what happened. Uh, the barstool, they – barstool had a uh, – some kind of barstool invitation for basketball. And uh, like the entire stadium was just – end of the game game was like a blowout awesome. like the over under was like coming down to it and i think the they missed the they missed the uh the line by like three i think it was under by three but the entire like stadium was just cheering for the over so it's cool to see that shit makes makes games fun when it's a blowout or a game you don't care about
1: one of the most fun things i've ever been to is saratoga new york for the horse racing mm. and you know like obviously like the horses go around it's It's just the atmosphere is amazing anyway. And you can put $10 on a horse, right? And you can win, you know, 50, hundred bucks, whatever, and bet the rest of the day with those $10 that you, that you started with. And, uh, you'll see the horses go around and then they finish and then they come up on the big board on like who, where they finished and you'll see people like celebrating Mm -hmm. and come to find out someone will be like me spending $10 drinking all day. And I'm celebrating, and dude, people next to you will spend fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. Insane. And they're like fist bumping, and I'm like, "There's two different types of people in the world. Yeah. There's professional betters like you guys, yeah. and then there's guys like me who uh, aren't aren't the most uh, bet savvy people or going into it all the time. But it, it, it's fun to do. It's just an awesome atmosphere if you ever get
0: a chance. Um. Dude, back to NFL, the uh, – we talked about this before early in the year, like the biggest disappointing team of the year. It's. I feel like it's got to be the Rams. It has to be the Rams. It, yeah. I mean, off the, I was
1: going to say Raiders, but, like, you've you got to win. You win the Super Bowl, you've got to be good.
0: They're 3-6 and six now. Stafford's out. Uh, Cooper Cup's out, what, three to four weeks with a hurt no, ankle? At least four, dude. He's having yeah. surgery, and he's on the IR, so it's at least four. With a hurt ankle, I mean, this team is – not even going to come close to reaching no. five hundred with the makeup of their roster right now. And I don't—they I, always been making doing magic like with their uh, salary cap and everything. But I don't know if like they're in that situation where they have to win now because their salary cap is going to be so destroyed or something, you know, in, in years to come. But like this team is a mess right now.
1: Yeah, it's going to be. I'm trying to find uh, what what they are for offense. Um, they are the fourth worst offense. <laughs> In the NFL, uh, sixteen points per game. You got to be kidding me! Brutal. Um, also, the worst offense in the NFL. Just Denver. So bad. Best best defense, I believe, but worst offense.
0: Well, we said that um, if or someone sent a, a screenshot the other day, if if Denver had scored exactly eighteen points in all nine of their games this year, they'd be eight and one. Just shows you how good their how oh. good their defense is and how bad their offense is um dude i gotta pat myself on the back for that one but uh the matthew stafford take ahead beginning of the year uh, fire i thought that was more because his elbow was gonna blow up but it's just more that he just fucking sucks this year yeah eight touchdowns eight interceptions on the year not a good season for him man.
1: also mcveigh like making fun of other gms during the offseason um yeah. and then you like went out and gave alan robinson big time money well he sucks Bobby Wagner, by the way, he's slow as fuck. Yeah. Uh, you're not looking so hot right now anyway. So, I mean, I guess he had his one year of, like, giving people shit, but he's not. Right. I mean, anyone can hit one year. Like, uh, look at the coach in Jacksonville. God damn it. He won one with Philly, and then two years later, he's fucking canned. Like, that's how it is in the NFL. Peterson? Doug Peterson? Is that Doug his name? Doug Peterson. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Then you have people in New England that are, like, trying to can Belichick. Like, the dude's won six are you were you one of those people earlier yeah i'm one of them <laughs> yeah, that's what i thought dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one that's what i thought still going strong on that too but shit
0: um all right the coach, uh, the coach bill
1: good gm bill not my fan not yeah my yeah fan.
0: uh all right we're back to a three we're back to a three-man crew Woo! we didn't we didn't let people know what was going on but if you guys listen, were wondering if a goal was a uh, goal you can tell them if you'd like if not we can move uh, on uh,
2: your boy's stomach was bubbling pretty fucking hot. That's yeah, so why I had to go take care of that. Holy yeah. shit, boys. No pun intended.
0: Yeah. All
1: Dude, right. Well, right before I came I was down, like, sitting here, I'm
2: sitting here, and I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to try to, like, see if I can get through the rest of the episode. And then I'm like, nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, today's one of those days I let the dog out before I came down. That was the first time I opened the door to outside today. <laughs>
0: Just one oh, of them real, days. Dude. It was a gross day up here though. So
2: yeah. Yeah, it was rainy really as hell hell today. What right, we, dump,
0: though? we talked of of course you go to the dump every day, dude. That's not like I like, like, love that's... going to that thing. <laughs> all right. We talked about NFL while you were gone for Gola, but we're done with it. So we're gonna move on to college yep. football. The week that was in college football. Uh top five in the college football playoffs all stay the same. Um Basically every team up there except for TCU was a route. TCU did beat Texas. I think one of you guys called that. I think sure maybe. TCU was seven point underdogs in that one, and they won that game by seven on the road. Big W underdogs for the Horn Frogs. again Dogs. this week? Or yeah. are they again? I thought they were favored by two and a half. No, they're favored by two and a half. Oh, but... they're.
2: Oh, okay, okay. My yeah. bad. I thought it was. I thought they were underdogs again.
0: Um, I would say a big one that I didn't really see coming was the Washington Oregon game. Yeah, uh, I feel like Oregon was just been rolling since yeah. that Georgia loss. But Washington that,
2: like was like it's weird because they were playing so well to begin of the start of the year. Then they like lost like two or three straight, and it seems like they kind of got their little, their swagger back now. But
0: yeah, they are they yeah they're playing pretty well. Uh, Oregon seemed to be the team, if there was going to be a team from the Pac-12 that was going to shake up the college football playoffs, it was going to be Oregon. Now maybe USC has that chance because USC has a pretty solid schedule to finish the year where they have UCLA, Notre Dame, and then Pac-12 championship where if USC could win out, then they could maybe get in there too because who's their only loss? Uh, Utah? Utah. Utah, by one point, I think it was. when Utah went for a
1: tough end of the year for them. Yeah. It's going to be three tough games.
0: It's going to be really three, yeah.
1: Where's the Notre Dame game?
2: Uh USC. Yeah. Unfortunately for USC, they need help. I don't care if they run the table. I don't think they're getting in over an undefeated TCU. Even though like by like they're they've probably played a tougher schedule down the stretch, they'll have more wins against better teams but I just feel like an undefeated team coming out of the big 12 is going to make it over a one loss pack 10 back.
0: Well, you got to remember, I think Michigan, Ohio state one's falling out. Whoever loses that game. Oh them.
2: shit. That's right. I'm sorry. But
0: yeah. I don't think it's TCU. I think TCU would help USC a ton, but I think it comes down to, does the committee favor a one loss team who wins a pack 12 or Tennessee who just had a couple of big wins and didn't win a championship? I think it comes down to that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't think it's going to come down to it at all because I think as we've seen so far this year and every almost every year is in the years past, the Pac-12 cannibalizes yeah. themselves. And USC, listen, Lincoln Riley's turned that program around quickly. Caleb Manuel, not Caleb Manuel. um Williams. Caleb, Williams, Caleb Manuel's that golfer guy from Maine. Caleb Williams um, is certainly... He, he's do- but USC's flirted with disaster more than once this year with teams. They they played one possession games against some bad football team. So um, I just see them – part of me sees them losing one of their next three games, and it's going to be a mute point as far as the Pac-12 goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Pac – I mean – I thought this would be the year Pac-12 was going to get someone in. I thought they had a lot of good teams. But like you said, like they, they do have a lot of good teams in the Pac-12. They're not like the level that Georgia and Ohio State and like Michigan are. But they're all really good teams. Yeah. And not there's not really not one that's better than the other, I feel like. I feel like if they all play each other, you right. know, like a round robin, I think they're all going to have a win basically. Yeah. So it's kind of tough for a Pac-12 to get a team in when you have a, a makeup like that. But uh what I wanted to say is, one team who could really throw a wrench into all this is LSU, and because LSU and Georgia are already locked into the SEC championship game, if if LSU keeps this thing rolling and they can beat Georgia, the committee is going to still put Georgia in, even with a loss. Yeah. And so that's going to really think, throw a wrench right. into the college football playoffs if LSU can win.
2: And I think like the from a. Argument standpoint: If you're a Tennessee fan, in your mind, LSU doesn't deserve to be in that game because you beat the fucking wheels off of them. Yeah, like that game wasn't. I mean, Tennessee bent them over, no spit, no lube, fucking took them to fucking pound town. So it's like, <laughs> they, I'm just saying, like, but that they'll put in the SEC champion in, unless I. Yeah, I don't know. it'll be an interesting question to see what happens because they could throw a wrench into it though, yes. We
0: did this last year too. We we talked about like, oh my god, like what if this happens, what if this happens? At the end of the day, last year everything perfectly happened for the committee and then they got their four teams in and there was really no there was really no uh, controversy of who the if there was a fifth team that could have stuck in. Like Cincinnati got in last year, but it's like there was not even a team really close to fifth that was like pushing four, I feel like last year. So but this year, I yeah. think they have a mess. I think they have a mess on their hands this year. I, I think no matter what, there's going to be something that's going to happen this year that's going to be like this team probably deserved to get in.
2: They have a mess on their hand if USC runs a table. Yeah. TCU goes undefeated. I in you say LSU, Georgia. LSU? That's a, that's fucking chaos. Like it, for the for the.
0: And a funny thing, we're not even adding this team in, but Clemson, if Clemson wins the ACC, ACC's decent this year. It's not like, it's not like obviously SEC, <gasps> but, we, but if I, Clemson wins out and they win this and they win the ACC, it's like, they're probably deserving too. They're a one loss team with a, with a power five win, you know? So,
2: right. And I was, so we did, um, we were talking to a group chat. There was five of us about, um, this stuff. We all sent Kev our predictions in terms of like the college football playoff. I actually think that, I sent it to you, I think that Clemson's going to get in. Because I don't think TCU is going to go undefeated. And I don't think USC is going to run the table. I think Georgia's going to beat the wheels off LSU. So I think what's going to happen is by process of elimination, I think Clemson's going to win out. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to be sitting there, and they're going to be like, they're going to move Clemson to th- three, because they're not going to want Tennessee and Georgia to play again in the first round. So Clemson, I mean, yeah, Clemson stays at four. Tennessee goes at three. The winner of Michigan, Ohio State's two, and Georgia's one. That's how I see it playing Yeah. Out. Good. And it's not because Clemson deserves it. Clemson's, Clemson's just gonna. Clemson. Coven's gonna right be now sitting there. To,
1: is not a top twenty team in this country.
0: That's a hot maybe take. Canada.
1: That's a hot take. Maybe dude. Canada, but not not but you in, know, not United States. They're not a top twenty team.
2: But it's what's gonna happen is though. That is a wild get, take,
1: dude. They're top not 20.
0: That is such not a wild 20. take, dude.
1: Yes. That is so crazy. No, dude. I'm telling you if they play, I, I bet you there's six pac 12 teams better. And I bet you there's seven to eight better SEC teams.
2: Seven or eight.
0: That's wild. Yeah.
2: All right. So hold do you think, on. do you think Clemson, so Clemson,
0: Florida, who do you think wins neutral site? Oh, Florida. You think Florida beats Clemson? Florida site. beats Clemson. No doubt. Pretty right, confident so, in the Gators. There. Yeah.
1: Well, I, they, Florida actually is playing really well. I don't know if you've seen it. Like the last two games, they, I think they've yeah, had like them. nine quarters, but given up no touchdowns. And so like, that was their thing in the early in the year. They couldn't defend and their offense is rolling. They pound the rock. Their quarterback's running really well. Their three out of their four losses right now are the top five teams, S- seven teams. That's insane. And then mm-hmm. Kentucky at the time was up in the top 10. So like, that resume alone, I know it's four losses, should put them in the top twenty-five. It doesn't, but that's not the point. I I do think they'd beat Clemson if Clemson played that schedule. You'd be looking at a four-loss team at least.
2: Yeah, I I don't disagree with that, that as th- far as the schedule goes. But I'm looking at this right now, like like the top 20 We'll go Clemson's nine right now. Um, kind of going back, looking at it, I'm not sure that I'm not sure Penn State's better than them. Ole Miss is an Ole Miss Sox. Ole Miss is one of the most overrated 8-2 teams in the country. Kansas they State's not be very Bama, good.
1: dude. They, they're, not, they're not bad. Bama's yeah, not Bama well, this year. And, and Ole know, Miss's
0: but... uh, uniforms are fucking absolute fire. Those powder blues are <laughs> sick, yeah, dude. Those are With fucking the red.
2: sick. UCF's 20. Florida State's 19. Well, we know what Notre Dame did to them. They're 18. I don't know. Top 20 is... Nah, dude. There's oh, probably. They're not, I don't think they're top teams. 10. I don't think they're a top ten team in the country, but I think they're going to they're going to they're going to hover around there just because of the name recognition. And yeah. people think that they should be good.
0: Right. Uh, one note I want to bring up uh, college football playoffs. They're 24th, but in the AP. Your NC State team is finally out of the top 25 for Gola. The BC Eagles, Boston College Eagles fucking put the stake yeah. in, right in their chest in that one, dude.
2: That's a bad loss. That's a really that bad dumb. loss.
0: Yep. Yep. Watch you were a couple weeks we off on that, dude, good. but you, you called that one pretty good. You were, you know, well, I'll give you credit where credit is due.
1: Well, he hasn't really missed on anything in college football this year.
0: He has not missed on <laughs> anything. Yeah. He really hasn't. It's absurd. Um, all right. Let's do one week. Go the previews for the week. Yeah. All right. No. We only do we only got one college football game. Uh there's a couple in there, but this one's the only one that really has like merit, I feel like. Uh so we're doing uh I don't have the number. I think it's seven. USC seventh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's number seven USC's heading to Number sixteen UCLA. This is gonna be a high scoring game. Over under in this game is seventy-five and a half. Love oh. to see it. USC is favored by only two points on the road, but both these offenses do their total yards per game over 500 each. So that's Pac-12 football for you.
2: Yeah, um, I kind of alluded to this earlier. I think that USC has been flirting with kind of disaster all year long. They they played. They only beat Oregon State by three points earlier in the year. Washington State was, they ended up winning by two two scores, but that was closer as the game went on. Lost to Utah. One possession game against Arizona. One possession game against California. Everybody beats Colorado by 100. And I just think that, like, UCLA's got an offense to the type of offense that can keep Caleb Williams off the field and keep that, that USC offense on the sidelines with um, Zach Charbonnet and DTR. So I don't. I'm. It would not surprise me if UCLA wins this game and wins it. I don't want to say handily, but um, I see USC's defense sucks. They're fucking bad. So I um, they've been flirting with disaster. So like as I said earlier, I just think they're gonna cannibalize themselves. I would love to say they're gonna to lose to Notre Dame next weekend, but I'm not 100% confident in that. Um, so I I actually like UCLA in this game.
1: I just – I think for me, I've been saying this every every week, I think. Um, Back 12 is fun to watch, and they put up a ton of points. Uh, if you want to see some points, turn on this game. It's going to be an entertaining one. Um, I, I also like UCLA. Um, I just think <laughs> – that when you're putting up 40 points a game for both teams, anything could happen. Like it could come down to a pick. It could be down 16. Um, and, and you come back in like a, in a flash, like it just comes back. Like mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen when you can put up this amount, of, this amount of points, it could be, you know, 80 yard plays. It could be just, you know, run the ball every time down the, down their throat. It's just, I don't know what's going to happen. I just feel like the home team's going to win. Uh,
0: so one thing about USC, they're seventh in the nation. They're 9-1 in the year. They have played one game all year against a top 25 opponent, and they lost the game. They've had a very easy schedule uh, so far throughout the year. So this, I feel like this is probably their hardest test of the year. I think UCLA is better than Utah, even though Utah's ranked a little higher at this point. I still think Utah, uh, UCLA is a little bit better than them. Um, but that being said, I want absolute chaos for the committee, dude. Mm-hmm. I want absolute chaos. I want USC to win this game. I'm not super confident i going to, but because I want the chaos, I'm saying USC is going to win this. They're finally going to get a little bit of credit, dude, for winning a top 25 game. Um, but they still need a lot of work above them in the, in the rankings for them to move up. So, But let's get some chaos going in those final weeks. And I think I think if USC wins this game, it just makes the Notre Dame game next week even bigger.
2: Oh, it's huge. That's
0: true. Yeah, it's going to be a huge one. So I hope USC wins this. Um, All right, we're going to move on to NFL. we got four NFL games. Thursday night game, Tennessee Titans versus the Green Bay Packers. We've had some duds for Thursday night, but this one's got a little bit of like, you know, Titans are decent this year. Packers won this past week a big game as Cowboys. You know, it's still Aaron Rodgers playing. Uh, Packers are actually favored in this one by three.
1: I just go back two years ago. My fantasy championship, I had Derrick Henry. He plays in Green Bay. Does that make sense? trying to think. I think it was Green Bay. Anyways, I just remember that Green Bay killed him. He did nothing. But there was also snow on the ground. Okay. Uh, Just rattling off my brain.
0: Wait, I can tell you right now. I got the last matchup. Yeah, yeah. December 27th. 2020. Yeah, so two years ago. Packers won 40-14. to December. 14.
1: Yeah, that was the championship week. Yeah. There you go. And Derrick Henry couldn't do anything. Derrick Henry's still not going to be able to do anything. Green Bay just plays a run well. And uh, Green Bay gets back on track. They're going to play like confusing. They're going to catch fire. Heard it here first. Rodgers. Yeah, you start know. heating up.
2: It's, some, it's, it's weird. We've been talking about this like all year long when, in, in regards to the Packers and how they should play a certain style of football, and they just seemed like they did not want to – they just didn't want to go away from the fucking run, right? And what did they do last weekend or last week? They, I think they gave the ball to Aaron Jones, was it like 29 times or something like that for 135 yards, 24 carries, 138 yards, and a touchdown. And they won the game, so I just think that they're gonna hope they should commit to the run again. Um, and I don't know if they're gonna go. I'm not saying they're gonna go on a torrid win streak, as Shori's saying, but I like them. I like them this week against Tennessee. Um, they get off the mat a little bit, but I'm not convinced that they're they're fully back. I need to see it for a few more weeks before you know, they Rogers doesn't have another game where he throws for 137 yards and they just fucking refuse to run the football.
0: The NFL is so weird this year. There's so many like mediocre teams. There's not many teams Uh that are just running away. So as bad as the Packers have been this year, there's still, there's still chances they can, they're probably not gonna catch the Vikings. Right. But there's still chance they can still get a wild card. Uh, they need to win this week, obviously, for that to happen. I think they do win this week. Looking at, like, the metric, the numbers that the Packers have, they're not, like, awful. They're not, like, four and six awful. Like, their they're, offense is decent. It's moving the ball. It's not scoring a ton of points, but it's moving the ball. Defense is pretty solid. Top 10 defense in the league. So, I don't know. It's just a weird, it's just a weird NFL year, I feel like. Yep. A lot of shit's yeah. just not happening the way we expected it to happen. And there's just, like, no team – there's not a ton of teams running away with, like – Playoffs like, like, obviously, the Eagles are really good, Vikings are really good, Chiefs are really good, but it's like, I don't know. It's just so many teams that just like everything. No, it's, it's,
2: yeah, yeah, they are. Um, and to your point, Kevin, looking at the standings right now, so the seven teams make it right now. The Niners have the last playoff spot in the West. They're five and I mean, the uh, NFC, they're five and four. The Commanders are in the eight seed of five and five, and the Packers are in the nine seed of four and six. So, yeah right there. I mean they like you said they're right there. They they're going a little bit of a hot streak. Um they're right back in the mix of it.
0: Like this is a huge game for the Packers because next week they got the Eagles I think in Philly. So I mean that's I I don't I don't expect to I don't expect the Eagles to just all of a sudden become just beatable every single week now. So there's going to be a tough win. So uh this is a big game for the Packers. Yep. Uh next game, big one for you guys here. New York Jets heading to Gillette. You going to this game, Sherry? Not. Not. Jets heading to the Patriots. Patriots three-point favorites at home. Uh, big Patriots in the last in the division at five and four. Just shows you how good the AFC East is this year. But very winnable division with the Bills losing a couple games yeah. back-to-back. Dolphins maybe maybe the best team in the division. I don't know. But Jets, Patriots, what you guys think?
2: Uh, real quick too on the AFC. is currently there every single team that divisions in the playoffs in the AFC. Which is fucking crazy. Um, mm-hmm. here, here's where I'm at. I, I've been down on the Patriots all the time. Well, whatever, most of the year, down on their offense. I hope they figured something out offensively, did something differently. But this is more a thing of until the fucking Jets prove they can beat the Patriots. I'm taking New England. Patriots have won was at 13 straight against them now after the last one. Um the game's at Gillette. Patriots off a bye. Belichick's always been good off a bye. I'm taking the Pats. Um they're gonna that division's gonna tighten up, I think, a little bit after this week. Um with the Patriots winning that game.
1: It's easy. Zach Wilson sucks. You know, he just he just <laughs> seems to throw it to the fucking Patriots better than he throws it to the Jets. Uh I don't get what it, I don't get Zach he's, Wilson, man. He has all kinds you of know talent, but he just, just continues to fucking throw the ball away to the Pats. They don't even have to like play good. Like they can play bad offense, not turn the ball over and still win by twenty.
2: He's you know it's weird to say this with a game with Mac Jones in it, but Zach Wilson's the worst quarterback in the game.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, Oh, I was going to say, like, the Jets' defense is pretty solid, too. Like, would you put the over-under on total interceptions in this game at four and a half for both quarterbacks? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd, they're well, not yeah, good. Uh,
2: no. No, I, I would, like, you could probably put the over-under at, like, fucking nine sacks between the two teams, too. Um,
0: I said it a little just, while ago. It could be because, like, the, I know it's probably the uh, lake effect snow for Buffalo, but is this game supposed to have impacted by weather? Do you know? Or no? I don't no. think in July now. I, I don't think it is think either. So. I think it's probably Lake Effects now for Buffalo, but yeah. uh it's weird. Like uh, to me, like the Jets being six and three, I just don't have any confidence that they're a six and three team. No. Nope. Especially with uh the running back being out too. I just what's his name? Bresol. Yeah, Breesol. I don't know. I'll I'll take the Pats too. Pats being at is huge. Um yeah. All right, let's go to the NFC. Dallas Cowboys coming off a loss, heading to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Vikings eight and one on the year. Cowboys actually favored in this one by one point, which kind of surprised me. Wow, being especially being in Minnesota. In Minnesota, get the fuck yeah. out of here.
2: Yeah. I think this is a like a. An obvious letdown spot for the Vikings. Emotional victory against, you know, what some people say potentially could be the best team in football in Buffalo. Um, kind of a back and forth, random ass game. <clears throat> so I think this, this could be an obvious letdown spot for the Vikings. I think the Vikings proved a little bit more of, because I think there were some people who doubted them. Um, I think that win against Buffalo um, definitely silenced a few of them. I think they if they beat Dallas this weekend, I think people will just start taking them seriously. Um, I think the Cowboys bounce off the mat. I think the Cowboys go into Minnesota and get, and get a W. Uh, I just think it's a letdown spot for the Vikings. It's not to say that I, th- I think the Vikings are legit, but I just think it's um, it's an obvious letdown spot, in my opinion. So
1: It's not a primetime game, so it's pretty <laughs> Is easy. Is it a 1 p.m.? Kirk, is it 1 no, p.m. It's, Kirk cousins? It's a 4:25, so Kirk Thuggins, Kirk Thuggins, will be Whoa. out there fucking slinging the rock. They'll be gritty all over fucking Trayvon Diggs, all over Chandler fucking whatever his idiot name is. Uh, Cowboys going down bad this week.
2: So that's, that's going to be the national game of the week for CBS, Kirk I'm assuming. But so, yeah. Kurt, it's not a primetime game night game, but it is kind of a primetime game in front of everybody in the country. But it's not. Past I feel bad more. Com- I feel more confident in the Cowboys than I did before. If this oh. was a 1 p.m. game, I'm, dude, Cousins just kind of fucking flowers in those situations.
1: Non-primetime. Okay, it's Duggins.
0: Crazy thing about the Cowboys. They're six and three in the year. They have the fourth best record in the NFC, but they are third in their division. It's insane how, like, the Eastern exactly. Division, Eastern Division, and AFC, yes. NFC. It's insane how good the East is, like, mm. this year. So, yeah,
2: uh, I, as you say, I think seven of the eight teams are currently in the playoffs. The only one that's not is the Commanders, and they're one spot out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Uh, that being said, it's, I, I said this, I think, last week um, about college football, maybe about how your perception on a team changes after, like, a win or a loss. And I feel like these two teams couldn't have had like worse wins, were uh, worse loss or a better win coming off the last week, right? Yeah. Vikings massive win and then overtime against Bills, just huge. And then the Cowboys laying a dud, losing to the Packers in overtime, which a team that's just kind of been reeling all yeah. year. It just seemed like last week they're going in opposite directions. Maybe the Vikings are on a really big high and they're not gonna they kind of overlook in this game. I'm not sure, but I still I still like the Vikings, especially since they're home in this one. Um, so I'm going to take the Vikings to win this game. Uh, I would love to see the Cowboys lose. i love to see all the memes that come out about the Cowboys, how they never win. I'd love to see the memes about Cowboys, how they haven't won a Super Bowl since the 90s, all that shit. So um, I think last week when I played that little trick on Ufagola, UNC, it's kind of like uh, – I, I remember that happened with the Cowboys where – a guy a guy said, like, he goes on to, like, a Dallas Cowboys chat a chat room and says, like, uh, yeah, the Cowboys have uh, won three games since, like, 1995 in the playoffs. And he says he does it just so people correct him and says, <laughs> oh, they only won one game in the playoffs. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, Side note, right. and I'll
2: tell you what. I mean, talking about college basketball real quick, uh, the way Carolina's been playing, there's no fucking chance they can go back to the finals.
0: Yeah, they're struggling against some uh, they're like un- bad, bad, bad opponents. opponents. yeah. Yeah. All right, they last. didn't
2: lose b- the fucking like New Hampshire, or, like fucking Florida did the other day, or something. I,
1: uh, I don't even know, dude. Who was it they lost to? I don't know. It, Stone, St- I don't know. Stony Brook? They beat Stony Brook. I can't Stony. remember who they lost to.
2: Anyways.
1: It, <laughs> yeah. Like University of Central. It was Florida. somebody.
2: It was bad. I, I can't get remember who the fuck it was. It was. I'll figure it out. But yeah, we can move on.
0: Uh, last game that we're gonna go over, Chiefs. Chargers games playing in LA. Uh Chiefs favored by six and a half points on the road. These two teams played in week two. Well, it was a pretty good game, if I remember right. I think uh something happened towards the end of the game. I can't remember. You guys probably remember better than I do, but Chiefs won that game 27-24. Uh, yeah. Probably a Staley. Uh, bad coaching, coaching decision is my guess.
1: I don't remember either, but that's my guess. If we went back and looked, I'm probably 99% sure that's what
0: happened. Um, I think, I think now that I remember, I think Herbert threw a pick on the goal line. Didn't he? I think he threw a pick yes, at the goal line. Yeah
1: he went pick six. Went yeah. The other way. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. But it sounds like the Chargers are going to get back Keenan Allen maybe and Mike Williams if those two come back. I think that that's probably I mean that's monstrous help. Um, the thing that's happened though is that Josh Palmer and I think it's DeAndre Carter have been filling in for him, and those guys have been playing really well. So what happens is I love when like I love when play, things like this happen, right? Like next guy's up, and you see like these guys start to perform, they start to get confidence. Well, they get to move down to like that three, four positions on the on the wide receiver depth chart. But they still get him in the game a lot and they start to perform better so i think that like injuries might have hurt the chargers but in the long run those those kind of injuries help you Mm -hmm. you know gives these young guys confidence that they like they weren't getting on the field they weren't playing everyone kept telling everybody like josh Palmer has a ton of talent but we never saw it come to fruition until now he started like he had to be forced into like the wide receiver one spot But now he's moving back to three. I think that that, that's going to help him big time. So I I don't know if I want to say, like, the Chargers are going to win. I think if Keenan Allen and Mike Williams play, I think they do win. But right now they're 50-50. So um, to say that the Chargers win right now, I don't believe that. But there's a really good shot if they're fully healthy.
2: Yeah, I think this is kind of like one of those things where it's like, we talk about like big brother, little brother, and everybody, Everybody, including myself, wanted to anoint the Chargers mm-hmm. as a team to win the AFC West. We thought the Tyree Kill loss was going to do it so much, but like the, the Chiefs just keep doing what the Chiefs do. I mean, other than that bad loss they had to the Colts earlier in the year, they've kind of just been kicking the shit out of teams. Kadarius, Kadarius Tony looks like he's yes. like rejuvenated, looked like an absolute monster. Last well, weekend. I don't
1: think he ever went away. They just wouldn't play him. No, he just, yeah, jump.
2: yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. So, I guess this is just for me, it's kind of like what I said with the Patriots um, and the Jets. I, I just, I need to see the Chargers beat them until I stop believing in them more that they going to be a threat in that division. Um, so I'm going the Chiefs. Mahomes is he's so fucking good.
0: Like this, this Chiefs team um, like having just Probably the best quarterback in the NFL and having the best tight end in the NFL. is like the same exact blueprint the Patriots had for years and years and years. Like you have the best quarterback, best tight end, and then just you plug in other receivers around them and your offense just yep. fucking goes to work. Right. And that's just what the Chiefs do. Like it doesn't really matter who Mahomes has as long as he has that safety blanket with Kelsey there. Like I think he's just going to be the fucking best person in the field always. That being said, the Chargers—they're having a very down season. It seems like it seems like they had some pretty big aspirations this year, but they're only one spot out of the playoffs. They're still in the thick of things. Uh, it doesn't seem like they are because like they're not playing like where we thought the Chargers would. I think this whole division has just been down outside of the Chiefs. Um, we all thought this division was going to be what seven and two, six and three at this point. Like every yeah. team, right? And like this division is just like a dud. I feel like. Uh, it's a huge game for the Chargers, man. They get this win. Uh, they put themselves, like, right there in the playoffs. And they basically say, like, we can beat the Chiefs. But I just – I can't ever picture myself when Mahomes is healthy and Kelsey's healthy that I'm ever, ever going to pick against the Chiefs no matter the situation. I just can't – I can't fathom it. So I'd pick the Chiefs to win this game. Nice. Yeah,
1: yeah. Good little round up there. Um, glad we uh, got – all three levels: high school, college, football tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. High school, college, NFL. That's right I'll now. tell you what: it's so hard to find information about Maine high school football. Can you imagine? Like it tex- sucked. Like Texas I football. Texas football is probably so, had websites and like. You
2: ESPN. know It's fucking pathetic because I like again. I things changed. We were talking just talking about this 18 years ago when we were playing, but when you'd open the paper on Saturday morning. Everything on the front page, the the first three pages of the newspaper, was the results from the night before. You look at the, they had every single box score in there. There's times now when you, if they had a game at if the game's at seven o'clock and you look at the box score the next day, all it has is in there is the first quarter. It's like like ten seven. Yeah. Like they don't they don't put their whole. thing. It's just it's fucking it's pathetic.
1: I also don't know if like we had like MBR. I don't even know if that's still a thing. Um, but like everyone go on there, but know. now it's like, I feel like even towards like the end of my, my time playing, it was like people just like writing about their best friend playing.
0: Well, didn't, uh, I think Tom Nillette died, didn't he? I don't know if the website still yes. going. Yeah. So I don't yep. know if, uh, I don't know if they're
1: still doing it or not. Um, I didn't know he had people that like actually worked for him, but yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, now that you say, now that I asked that, I like wrote down some stuff if we needed like stuff to go over. So I got a question for you guys. If you had a best friend in high school, like he is your very best friend and he is unbelievable at a sport. Who would you want to be your best friend? And what sport like more of like what sport I think, but like, say if it was Steph Curry and he was your best friend and like continue to be your best friend, like all through college into the NBA, Steph Curry for basketball, Sid the kid for hockey Patrick Mahomes for football or Mike Trout for baseball? Like, which one would you want to be your best friend because you could like have the perks of that?
0: Are did their personalities go along with it?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because like, y- there's some like you know like Russ. You could say Russell Wilson, but he's a douchebag. I would never pick him. You know, so I think I think that I think all four of these have great personalities. Um, I think Trout's a little bit boring, but I think he's a really good dude. Oh, like I think you'd be see, like I a think- loyal ass friend.
2: Yeah, I think Sid's Sid's the same way, but he's a freak. Like as far as like just like listening to like people like talk about him on Chicklets. I didn't know like, enough he's about so, hockey players. He's so fucking. Re- Dude, you said Sid the kid, right?
1: Yeah, I yeah. did say him, but I just didn't. He's know just so
2: that. fucking regimented. Like I, he'd probably be last for me. Um,
0: I mean, I'm easily taking Steph, but that's just me.
2: I'm
1: taking Steph too.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. that. I think hey, that. Does not.
2: Mahomes is out of the question because I'm not dealing with his fucking wife. She's oh, I'd just take her out of it. It's his brother, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's Steph. I think Steph's the obvious answer there.
1: So for me, it's like, okay, we, like, I get the perks of being my best friend. I still get Summers to myself if if, if it's a basketball player. I get... Probably what forty one home games and like I don't I'm not obviously not going to all of them but he can get hook me up with seats for like ten of them, if it's the NFL you only get nine eight home games, mm-hmm. so it's like you only get you know a couple here and there I think the football game itself would be more fun, but the nothing wrong with the basketball games those are electric too so yeah, I I think it'd be Curry too,
0: uh and then one thing too it's like, obviously as being your best friend you want to see them win. So you could obviously you could throw Steph, Sid the Kid, and Mahomes up there because oh, they've all won a championship. But like Mike Trout doesn't even make the playoffs. That's true. And like if you want to be a good friend,
1: like you want to watch all your friends' games. Like I would be like if Steph was my best friend, I'd be watching every minute of him playing. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking way I'm watching every minute of Mike Trout playing. Right. Like baseball no. probably I'd probably take Sid. Don't even think about like just Sid himself, but like think about like a great hockey player. That'd be fun to be around. Um, I'd still think oh, yeah. I'd take
0: the hockey player over the baseball player. I mean, when we were in college, Gola, like we hung out with a shit ton oh. of hockey players because, like, they were fucking—they were super they fun were guys to be riot. around. And
2: like, like the some, baseball guys, were, like, yeah.
0: didn't even come, didn't even talk to baseball guys. I just, no, yeah, I, it I was would, like I hate hockey, hockey and I would guys, pick Sid the kid over Trout. I think
2: the hockey guys yeah, when we were at school were. Easily like the best guys to hang out with, because most yeah. of them were fucking just like to drink and have a good time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is also funny because Curry, his best friend, is legit from Falmouth, Maine. So,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: kind of actually fits. But
0: <sighs> yes, it yeah. does. I like it, dude. It's a good question, man. Thanks.
1: Uh, One other thing, actually two other things, both basketball. Number one, Cooper flag, uh, ace flag. Their team's ranked number one in the country. They're sophomores. They're on the, like the, I mean, we found out today. I think it was today that they have like yep. multiple teams at one high school, but so like their best team obviously is ranked number one in the country and both flag boys play on it, which is really cool. Uh, I'm sure Cooper will be right in the middle of it. Yep. Mont Montverde. Mount Verde. And the last part is the Celtics are the best team in the NBA right now, and Jason Tatum's MVP.
2: He had a fucking clunker tonight.
1: Don't matter. He's still.
2: He shot like four for. He he must have thought it was a playoff game. Dude, I watched the whole thing. I
1: had it on my other screen, but it's like he still fucking dominated that game. Like just easy passes. It, he had it, it. was an awful offensive game. Like he had a wide open dunk that just like went through his hands. He had another dunk that went off the back of the rim. Like, but he just is playing so well. Like he's playing well on defense right now. He's fucking moving the ball, passing well.
0: He's balling. Do Do you think that he's the MVP because they're the best team in the in the no. league? He's the best player in the league right now. But you think he's the MVP or the best player?
1: He's. Right now, he's the best player in the NBA, and he's the MVP. He's the best player in the world right now. Yeah, I think Luka is, but that's just me. Luca dominates the ball a little bit more, and I think that JT's a little bit better on defense. So, yeah. <clears throat> but it, yeah, I mean, it's those guys are neck and neck, and obviously Giannis is just we get bored with
0: how great he is. Right. Did you guys both pick the Celtics to win this
2: year? No, I said the Warriors were going to win. I think win.
1: I did.
0: Maybe I didn't. I, I don't said, remember.
2: I said I, Celtics and Warriors play again, and then I said...
0: I think I picked the Bucks to win this year. Uh, yeah. You know what's wild is that the Lakers, they're 3-10. They are... The third worst team in the NBA, and the Pelicans own the rights to the Lakers' first pick this year. Mm-hmm. So, this possibility that the Pelicans could get Wembaiana. Is I going to say his name? Wem- oh, Wemba- my God, yeah. He's Wembayana. It'd be cool to pair him up with, like, the team they have, like, with it- Zion, healthy, and, like, Ingram, and McCollum. It'd be pretty awesome. Ooh, that would be unbelievable. Be Zion, awesome by
1: the team. way, <laughs> yeah, he needs to work on his- – I've always said he needs to work on his defense, but – It'll be press it'll be yeah, interesting it really because really.
2: like the fucking Lakers fans, like diehards, will be t- like just will be so fucking rattled. I would imagine if the Pelicans get that guy with the pick that the, the Lakers mm-hmm. traded, it'll yeah. be a fucking such a kick in the nuts.
1: That yep. would be.
0: I saw stuff with the Lakers. They're talking about like trying to trade. Davis back to the Pelicans for the pickback, so they could maybe get one banyana and just trade <laughs> Davis back to the Pelicans. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. It's something close to that, but... yeah.
2: Oh, If you
0: haven't seen him, holy fuck. What is he, six? Se- I mean, seven, four, He's seven, be, five? And just his shoots wingspan threes and, is like seven. Yeah. On, it's enormous. Can shoot threes. He can looks dribble good, the ball. It it's insane. Natural.
2: He's a freak. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, let's get to the least exciting thing of the week. Fagola probably won again last week. Let me see. Oh, what do you know he did? Fagola (laughs) won last week, six points. Shuri had five, and I had a rough one. Only one point last week. Hit the over under in the Ohio State-Indiana game. Uh, Shuri took the lead on me, dude. Fagola is at 56 points. He could take off. Um, What can you get? You can get how many points in a week? Eight? He could take off two weeks straight. Sure he could go perfect for two weeks straight and Fagol would still be winning. Uh he's up <laughs> fifty six. Sure is thirty nine. I have thirty-eight. So we have uh what three weeks left? We guess we could keep this rolling through the uh I thought we were doing games. the vote Kev. Doing what?
1: I thought we were voting on you get points now for uh picking the underdog.
2: Oh my fuck.
0: It's, I, we could do a majority we, vote. Let's do a majority vote. And if we want to do that, <laughs> we'll institute that rule immediately and I can I tweak the right. spreadsheet. Let's do it.
2: Okay. Which, so just so people know, just so people know as well, we got the points and whatever, but overall records, um, I'm 44 and 22. Yeah, By the way, Shorty, 31 and 32, KG 30 and 35.
0: Have you been betting every weekend?
2: Yeah. I can't keep up with it. Have you been yeah, betting you on do. your like the, the things that you pick in this? Yeah. You must you must be up. I'm def well, I'm definitely up but the issue is is like I'll bet I bet like $20 to $25 per game that I do and then I'll bet another fucking I don't know.
1: That's what happened to me. Yeah.
2: And then I'll lose on all those. Yes. So, I'll like win I'm on really three like 3 Kev.
1: They don't take all that money and be like, oh, this this one's easy. Yeah. Fucking so like a, Adam Thielen that, for sixty odds,
0: easy. Fifty seven. Fucking <laughs> turd. You fucking turd. <laughs> you fucking yeah, turd.
2: So, um.
0: That's the thing. Like we always talk about, like how Vegas is so good at like the the spreads for a game, but they're so good at like so everything. much other shit too. It's
2: incredible. Yeah, it's nuts. Can you imagine that being your game? That I mean, that your job? You just That'd like be awesome. Like set lines and shit.
0: Don't you they must have like a big turnover rate where like you if you have like a bad season where you like doing you bad gotta. lines, they must like cut you But I wonder if nowadays they just computers do it. If they have like algorithms and They're computers, some,
2: yeah, we're like crazy algorithm, or, yeah. Yeah.
0: I gotta think that's more like technology wise than it is like a person making just saying like let's put a six on this game. That's my take. But all right, boys, I can go first this week if you'd like. Um I got a little theme this week, you guys. Okay. So um, uh, There's some small, there's some bigs in here, but uh, should I tell you the theme or should you guess the theme at the end? We'll guess it. At the end? Yep. Okay.
2: Hold on. I do need to know something real quick. All right. Are we doing the whole, like, you get that amount of points for the spread if you pick? The yeah, we just, we just, we just we voted. Inst-
0: we just voted. instituted, dude. Majority rules. It's a and democracy, it
1: was isn't
2: it? 66%. Well, no, I'm just saying because that's probably going to change the game that I take for my money line.
0: Cause that's what we wanted. To do. We
1: wanted to change it. the take you guys want to you. Yeah, you guys wanna get you the
0: one. You guys know you guys
2: want to. You want to stop fucking around. I'm just gonna just. I'm just gonna pick games, bigger underdogs, so I can fucking my lead goes up even more.
0: That's a better chance of you losing those though. We'll see. Oh, I'm gonna take Notre Dame. They're half a point underdog against Syracuse. <laughs> that's
1: what he's been doing all year. <laughs> I know. Oh, he's
2: fuck good.
0: you! It's absurd. All right, dude, let's start it off. Good luck trying to figure out the theme after this one. We got Arkansas State. I'm taking plus six against Texas State. I have no write-ups on any of these games. I'm just telling you what it is, and you have to figure out what it is. Arkansas State, plus six. I'm taking the plus six against Texas State. That game is not going to help you out when figuring it out, so.
1: Cool. Um, I'm going to take – I'm going to say it right away. Notre Dame, minus 21 versus B.C., uh if you can't be, be, be if you can't beat BC by twenty-one, end your program. Just shut it down.
0: Shut it down.
2: Uh, okay, my first one, I'm going I don't understand how this is, seems like it's a small line, but Tennessee minus twenty one and a half for South Carolina. South Carolina fucking stinks. Georgia, I mean not Georgia, Florida fucking destroyed them. Was it last weekend? Yeah, kicked. I mean, just fucking beat the wheels off of them. Tennessee's still rolling. Again, I feel like they're out to prove points that they're they want to be that fourth team to sneak in. Well, not sneak in, but get into CFP. Uh, Tennessee minus twenty one and a half.
0: Boom. Uh it's the best football team in the nation. I'm finally on board with it. I'm taking Georgia minus twenty two against Kentucky. Fuck you Kentucky, you suck. Georgia is the best team and they 22 seems small for that game too. You're yeah. taking teams
1: that are red and red and black.
0: Hmm. Maybe you should let me finish off my picks, dude. I
1: already got it. Um I have no idea who you even picked in the first one. Um I'm going to take also oh, I got to get this out of the way. Spencer Rattler is the biggest scum to walk a college football field this year. The guy was the number one high school recruit. He walked around like he was already the number one pick in the NFL draft. He was the biggest douchebag teammate I've ever seen. He was on that stupid show on Netflix, QB1. He was the biggest asshole to every one of his teammates. Um, And he continued to be a big asshole. He went into Oklahoma like he was going to be a hot shot. Even after he sucked, he was still projected to be the number one pick in the year that he came out. That he comes out to the NFL. He has fallen. I haven't even seen him on draft reports anymore. And you know what? After he gets beat by 50 by fucking Tennessee, Spencer Rattler will never play college football again and he will pump gas for the rest of his life.
2: Fuck yes. Preach, Shory. Fuck you, Let Rattler. Fucking go. I love it.
0: That's there a 21 on. and a half for Tennessee. You take I it? want 50, though. <laughs> <laughs> let's cheat that if we cheat that up can he get an extra point for it <laughs> Yeah. want to vote on that too <laughs> yep
2: if he he gets let's do this we'll give him the 21 and a half if tennessee wins by 50 we'll give shory two points for the win <laughs> okay
1: <laughs>
2: jesus oh fuck oh god damn my phone um all right i'm
0: gonna put an asterisk K- i'm gonna put an asterisk next to that one just to remember that because i'm gonna forget that go ahead
2: um this this is one of the craziest fucking lines in the world to me, and I know that they've been playing like shit recently, but there's quarterbacks that he's starting, he's back, he's gonna play the whole game. I have no idea. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna hold oh. off on that one. That Ooh. might be my money. That may be my money line underdog now. i uh, I'm thinking the I wouldn't do this in basketball because I fucking hate him. But Duke is having a hell of a season. I think they got seven wins right now. Um Mike Easton, I think, is their coach. Elston was a former Notre Dame coach. He's coaching Duke now, turning that program around. Give me the Give me the Blue Devils to cover the seven and a half at Pitt.
0: Duke's favored by seven and a half.
2: No, they're seven and a half point underdogs.
0: Oh, 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 oh! Sorry, dude. Sorry. My bad, dude. Yep. Duke, dude, they lost in basketball. They played Kansas last night. Lost. That game was on very late uh, because it's like a Champions Classic. The game before them was Michigan State-Kentucky went to double overtime. And then the Duke game wasn't supposed to start until like 9-15. And so that game didn't start until like 10 or something like that. So sure. I was not up. I did not stay up for that game last night. But All right, my next one. Let's see. We got Louisiana Tech. I'm taking Louisiana Tech. Minus three versus Charlotte. That's all I got, guys. <laughs> red.
2: There goes your, uh, there's red in there. There's red. It's not, it's not red and black.
1: Red, though. Um, My next one, I'm going to take Florida minus 14 at Vanderbilt. Florida's rolling. They seem to be going in the right direction. Defense is playing. They cut two starters. or oh, they didn't cut them. Sorry. They kicked him off the team for being douchebags. and wasn't good enough for this team. They're the way they act. See you later. They've been playing better since. Um, seems to be working, and uh, they they run the ball really well right now. So,
2: all right, I'm taking next one's Washington State minus three and a half versus Arizona. Arizona had a big win last week versus UCLA, but they've been pretty much shitty the whole fucking year. The team's not good. They caught lightning in a bottle one game. Easily a letdown spot here against Washington State. So give me the Cougars to cover the three and a half.
0: Got it, dude. Got it marked down. Let's go. Uh, Same state, dude. Same state. I'm taking Washington. uh, Minus 31 against Colorado. I think we've said it before. Colorado could. Just the state of Colorado. They just should just abandon all football in the entire state of Colorado. Colorado and Colorado State, both trash. I'm taking Washington -31. Uh Washington
1: they're red, right?
2: Washington is not. I think I
1: crushed it, dude, right off. <laughs> I mean,
0: if you think Washington is red, yeah, you definitely you got it right. Oh fuck.
2: I got an idea, but I'm I not. I think it Washington what? state and
0: Washington, Washington,
1: Washington state okay, Washington is, is purple red, yeah. and yeah, Play the okay, gold okay. Um my next one, LSU minus 14 and a half uh versus UAB. Um I don't even know what UAB stands for. So Alabama 14,
0: Birmingham, right? Alabama 14 Birmingham. 14
1: and a half, easy money. <laughs> I mean, if I'm putting my fucking savings on something, that's the one.
0: Yeah, it's Alabama Birmingham.
1: LSU's got momentum. Last one, G. Gola.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm going to – I was going to switch it. I'm not going to. <clears throat> I don't get this line. Their quarterback's coming back. They say he is anyway. Oklahoma, I don't know how Oklahoma is a seven-and-a-half point favorite against any fucking ranked team in the country. It makes no sense to me. Spencer Sanders, I believe, will be back. Give me Oklahoma State. To cut, like, they're, they're getting seven-and-a-half, so. Wow. I know it's Bedlam. It's on the road by Oklahoma State plus seven and a half.
1: I think I just can't get that TCU game out of my mind. Like I looked at that I one know. too and I'm like, they just got beat so bad by
0: TCU that yeah, I know. what's this game called? Is that game of, it must have a name? Bedlam. bedlam. It's called Bedlam.
2: I believe it's Bedlam.
0: Is Oklahoma, Texas, a Red River shootout? Yeah, Red River Rivalry.
2: It's a Red River rivalry now because you can't say shootout. Be the fucking sensitive people. Oh
0: good lord. Unbelievable. All right, underdog. I uh, before we even instituted this, we make up. Before 30. we even instituted this rule, I already had this one written down, and I am very glad I did. Uh, I'm taking UConn. They are plus ten, plus ten. UConn. They're playing against Navy. Navy's three and six in the year. UConn's actually decent this year. They're six and three. Uh, that gets them into a bowl game, doesn't it? When they're six and three, I think it does. Yep. So Yukon's right. actually better than they have been. I'm taking Yukon plus ten. That's ten fucking points, baby. Bro, all
2: I right, thought so you were Kev, stealing mine. Kev, so um, can I Kev went with either dogs, wolves, or huskies in all of his picks. So it's it's a fucking dog theme, somewhat. It's a yeah, you know, Louisiana Tech, they're the Bulldogs, I believe. Georgia's the Bulldogs, Washington Huskies, Arkansas State Red Wolves, Those are all dogs. and Yukon Husky.
0: <laughs> I'm still liking Sherry's black and red combat, dude. I like that one. Yeah,
1: sure it'd, be, you know? it'd
0: be hilarious if Washington ran out with the fucking red uniforms this week.
1: <laughs> uh, for America. Show. This week we played for America. Um <laughs> I thought you were gonna oh. steal mine, Kev. This is uh this is where the comeback starts. I picked you. Mass, the Minutemen, uh, yes. minus 31 and a half, going into Texas A&M. <laughs> Fuck you, Texas A&M. You're going down and you're ending that program. 31 the and a half. The Minutemen, baby. The Minutemen are coming to kill you. That Sam, would be the Minutemen, um, mascot. And he's going sh- sh- sh-
2: to Oh, my God. I love it. Can you imagine 31 and a half no. points? What was when Michigan be,
0: lost to uh, App State back way back? What was that? you remember? I don't know. Try to figure it out. You can make your pick. I'll try to figure it out. I'm looking to.
2: Um, I alluded to this earlier. I'm taking them. Um, UCLA, money line over USC. I think it's two and a half, two points. Not a huge one. But UCLA, I just think has got the offense to keep. Uh, Caleb Williams and that, and that offense and USC's offense on the sideline that can turn the clock out. I, I like UCLA to win the game and just by that, you know, ending any dream the Pac 12 had of getting in. So, UCLA. I like
0: it, dude. I like that game. Um, trying to find that fucking spread real quick and I can't do it. Uh, Oh, that one right there, App State over Michigan, was plus
2: 33.
0: Ooh. Uh, actually, right here, we have the top 10 biggest college football spreads over the last 25 years. This was written a couple of years ago, but the biggest ever was Howard beating UNLV and over 45 and a half. So, <laughs> Holy fuck. I feel like, I feel like if the 31-point underdog is going to win, it probably would be against Texas A&M because they are just trash. And Jimbo Fisher would just get fucking fired on the spot.
2: UMass, exactly. with if they lose to UMass, they probably would. Yeah. UMass, um, one and nine this year, only W against Stony Brook. So easy, mm-hmm.
0: easy money though. This is easy, easy money. Yeah, easy money. All right, my over under. I'm taking over 54 points. Of course, I'm taking the over. I got Fresno State in Nevada to finish it off. Fresno State's mascot is. Uh, Bulldogs. Bulldogs huh. in Nevada. Yeah, you're right. Nevada is wolf the
2: pack.
0: wolf pack. Those things are all canines. Those are our puppy dogs, aren't they? Well, our theme this week was puppy dogs are way fucking better than cats. If anyone's listening likes cats more than dogs, you're fucking wrong. And I think that you should just stop <laughs> listening to our podcast altogether because you've got issues that outside of this podcast. So uh, we're taking <laughs> over fifty four Fresno State, Nevada.
1: Love it. Love the theme. Um I'm going to take USC versus UCLA, 75 and a half. Um, I think it's more of a, I just want to see it. I just want to see the points just get racked up. I love it.
0: I want to see 10 total tackles in the game. (laughs) (laughs) 75 and a half. That was the number, right? Yeah, I think so. I think
2: it is. Yeah. Love it. Um, I am taking the over Notre Dame BC 43 and a half. Uh, I think Notre Dame is going to get into the mid 30s, mid to upper 30s in this game. So, really, all I'll be looking at is BC scoring seven to 10 points, which I think they can do. Um, senior night at Notre Dame. So, I think um, they'll come out buzzing. So, but I'll, I'm going to take the over uh, NDBC.
0: What was the number again?
2: 43 and a half.
0: Thank you, sir. There you have it. Another there week of six pack
1: picks. It. Do you boys have anything else you guys are gonna get out there?
0: Uh I wanna give a shout out Ooh. to Ooh. uh maybe maybe Zach should do this shout out. To his old man.
2: Oh! Shout out, yeah, my dad uh Shot a deer yesterday, third year in a row.
0: Third year. The guy's on a heater. He the is. guy's on a
2: fucking absolute just warpath right now, apparently.
0: What what were the statistics on this bad boy? What do you got?
2: Uh, it wasn't as big as the one he got last year. Not nearly. Last year he uh was an eight pointer, two hundred and two pounds. This one was a um it was a four pointer, but it had a really fucked up rack.
0: It was weird. Uh, like was one pointer. was like a point, one was like a single point, right?
2: Yeah, so it had yeah, so it was a four-pointer, 152 pounds. So when you, if you were to see the deer, like it's got a spike on one side and then three points on the other. So yeah. it really, you know, thinking it probably should have been a six because usually they're fairly symmetrical. But I think what happened was, I don't know if it was last year um, that that deer got injured because they had a spike. And then directly behind that spike was another horn growing. So I think a lot of times when they get damaged like that, they like he could have been fighting or sparring last year with another deer and like the horn could have punctured it and it just fucked up the growth. So it had a little weird rack on it. Um but we celebrated nonetheless like it was a trophy and um
0: It's awesome stuff, dude.
2: Yeah yeah yeah. He's uh I don't the guy's on a fucking heater. I does asked he... him if he was gonna I was asking him if he was gonna quit his job and write a book.
0: <laughs> does he but... uh does he um mount like the racks does he mount the heads what does he do
2: so uh he doesn't have any well he's got one shoulder mount like being done and that was the deer he got old, last year that was over 200 pounds his whole thing was he'll Wait, never it's do not head... finished yet no it takes it that takes long I, I guess i don't know What's some places it? could probably do it shorter but this guy that's doing it that's crazy um He's got a full-time job, so he kind of does it as a hobby on the side, so it's probably take, takes a little bit longer, but That's wild to me yeah, so he so he's got that one coming, but he'll just do like regular like horn mounts on the other on yep. these other ones, so um he you know his rule was unless it was like an undeniable like trophy 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 deer in terms of horns, he'll never do a shoulder mount unless it's got uh, yeah unless it's, unless it was 200 pounds. Yeah, so I hear you. He did, dude. he did that last year. Uh
0: so you have the week off still, right? I do, yep. So like when you go on out tomorrow?
2: I am. Tomorrow is um as you guys are listening to this, hopefully I'm into them because got snow today where we were hunt where where we're hunting, probably up there. It's probably six to eight inches good tracking snow. And the wind's supposed to be blowing like a motherfucker, which is which which helps things. So, as we call it, as well, I say not, I say we. A lot of people that shoot deer call it uh, tomorrow's the uh, prototypical killing day.
0: I like it, dude. I like it, dude. I like the optimism. You need optimism. I think sometimes you gotta manifest things and shit comes comes to you when you manifest it, dude. So manifest a deer, dream about it tonight. Dream about a massive fucking rack walking in front <laughs> of your tree stand. I don't know what you do out there, and you just fucking one shot that thing down. Question though, what I was going with on that is, does your dad or do do anyone do people when they shoot a deer, do they still keep going out with you to like help you out?
2: Yeah. So some people. Some people don't. Uh, there's a guy that we hung with quite a bit, shot a deer earlier this year, and he's been, like, he's been up there like every day because he's, yeah. he's retired, so he just comes up and hangs out. Uh, dad's gonna come up with me tomorrow. Um, we'll see how it goes. I mean, if I'm, I'm assuming this tracking snow, so we may, if we can get on a track early, we may try to tandem it. Um, and have him just stay on the track, and I just I'll just watch so he can, you know, he's fixated on the ground where the track's going, what it's doing, and I can just look.
0: I see, dude. Um,
2: some but strategy. I do have to, yeah. So I I I do have to admit, um, I did not tell you guys this, but I did royally fuck up and should have been tagged out on Monday. Speak. Um. Speak. What's that? Speak did about you, it. Did you shoot and miss yeah, again, dude? I did not shoot. That it was. I would say don't shoot and miss again. I don't shoot. I don't shoot and miss very often.
0: We've heard many stories of you, dude. When,
2: no,
0: like, you have not. The best story of a goal ever is when you shot one time and raised you a shooting, you like slipped or something. <laughs> like oh, shooting. yeah. That was that <laughs> that was, was in high was, school. That might have been high school.
2: That was in high school. That was like <laughs> high school or college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, I do remember that. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, we had snow up there on Monday. We had about a uh, half an inch, three quarters of an inch of snow, more than enough to track. Got on a deer track. Um, wasn't on it very long and went down into a clear cut, an old, an old cut, So it was growing in quite a bit, got in through some shit and it come into a skid road. It's mostly swell grass. Um, but that, the, the road kind of went down straight down over the hill and I could see out in front of me like three, 400 yards in that cut, And it over there. It wasn't grown in that much because a bunch of old, like tiny Christmas trees. So I'm kind of fixated on everything in front of me. And I'm walking down, and I see something kind of move out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, "Fuck me, that looks like a horn, like a, a an antler move." But it was like fucking two feet off the ground, and I'm like, "Winds blowing like crazy." I'm like, "I don't know." So I I kind of scanned over, didn't. When I hindsight, I should have stopped fucking, pulled my scope up, pulled my gun up, and looked through my scope. I didn't. So I kind of looked. I'm like, "Ah, oh, whatever," and. So there's like it's it's like a, like these weird nuances when it comes to like when you're tracking a deer and like what they're doing and like there's this thing saying like when a deer holds a line. So if like you're on a deer track and the thing just stays in a straight line all the fucking time, like he's just moving. He's like he's going to a place, whatever. But when it when the track starts to like like kind of fake, fig, not figure eight but kind of move back and forth, he's probably feeding, or he's, so he's doing other things. And they say like the deer's attitude changes. One of the big things too is if you're off the deer holding the line in the fucking track 90 degrees, he's not far. He's probably went down to bed down. So I saw that movement. I kind of scanned over real quick. Didn't pay enough attention to it. Obviously. Um, I probably went no more than 10 yards and I'm looking, I'm like trying to find the track. I looked down and the track fucking 90 degrees. And I literally said to myself, I'm like, oh, fuck, because <laughs> I knew as soon as I tracked 90 I'm like in my head, it clicked that fucking dance bedded down right there. And that's what I saw. I fucking turned and I saw he busted out of his bed. One fucking hop down over the bank. I pulled up and obviously couldn't shoot. So I ran. I fucking ran down the skid row thinking I can hopefully get into the clearing where I can see him. Uh, of course he didn't go to the left to go straight he went hung to the right and kind of fucking took off but um so yeah i probably if i if i was paying more attention or would have probably wasn't in a hurry or not fixate in front of me probably should have shot that deer 30 40 yards from me in his bed
0: damn dude you did not tell us it that. was
2: no i didn't because i i was quite rattled on monday yeah. um Tuesday was still rattled, day. but it but it made up for it when dad got his yesterday, so that yeah. helped. Yeah, that's huge. Um, and then today I didn't, didn't didn't go out.
1: Uh but
2: we got tomorrow, so we got tomorrow that when
1: motherfucker's going down. You got tomorrow, dude. That's right.
2: Tomorrow and Friday morning probably. Bingo. Then so I think we're heading to Mass this weekend.
0: Gotta get it done. Well, you don't when's it, when's hunting season done?
2: Rifle season's next Saturday, and then yeah. there's two weeks of muzzle loading after that.
0: You got some time, dude. You're going to get it tomorrow, but you have some time. That's
2: right. Nice. Um, outside of hunting, I don't know if you guys um, saw this. And probably not because it's buried on a random fucking Wednesday night in December, but uh, November. But uh, both Verlander and Sandy Alcantara were unanimous uh, Cy Young Award winners. I think they said it was the first time that's happened since 1968 that both of them were unanimous.
0: Nice. I think for, I think Sherry called that one right. The only thing that we called correctly in our predictions for baseball.
2: Yep. Yeah, it was Alcantara. Yep.
0: I saw J. Rod. J. Rod won AL rookie, and then NL was guy in the Braves, not Strider. The other one, yeah, the Michael hitter, Harris. Harris. Yeah. Hey Mo. yeah. Yep. Nice. Cool. All right. Follow us on
1: Instagram, Twitter, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, We appreciate it. And everyone, uh, stay healthy. Peace. Yeah. Thanks, guys.